Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Elevate Your Leadership podcast is brought to you in part by iFly Virginia Beach Indoor Skydiving. At iFly Virginia Beach, we bring people together through the dream of flight. To learn more about our leadership development and team building, visit iFlyVirginiaBeach.com. Welcome to the Elevate Your Leadership podcast series with U.S. Navy Special Operations veteran, CEO, and hockey fanatic, Bob Pizzini. Bob discusses leadership, success, failure, defining moments, and hard lessons learned with guests who are intentional in their approach to leadership. Leadership is a perishable skill. Use it or lose it. In this series, entrepreneurs, industry executives, academics, public figures, and other highly effective professionals share their formulas for success with you. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Elevate Your Leadership podcast with me, your host, Bob Pizzini. If you've listened to previous episodes, you know that I say what I'm about to say at the beginning of every episode which is I love having discussions with people who not only bring great value to me and my organization, but these are people who I know are going to bring great value to you and your organization. Today's guest, I'm super excited about. I have Allie Stevens in the studio. Allie Stevens owns Anchor Alley's Restaurant in Virginia Beach, a restaurant with two locations. I'm going to go over some biographical information, and then we're going to get into the discussion. Allie served in the U.S. Navy from 2007 to 2013, and we're going to talk a little bit about her military career. Allie worked on the War of 1812 mission while she was on active duty. Allie worked at Hooters for much of her young adult life, starting as a waitress and elevating herself to a trainer and marketing, and she was a member of the corporate team. And her early restaurant experience led to her opening two wonderful restaurants here in Virginia Beach. All right. Without further ado, Allie Stevens, welcome to the Elevate Your Leadership podcast. Thank you for having me, Bob. I'm really excited to be here today. That's what everybody says when I say, welcome to the Elevate Your Leadership podcast. So Allie, we talked about the restaurant in your intro, a little bit about the Navy. Where did you grow up? So I'm an army brat. I was born in Fort Benning, Georgia, and we lived in Garmisch, Germany for a little bit and then ended up in Fort Drum, New York. My dad was part of the 10th Mountain Division and he got out of the army there and we decided to stay in that area until I graduated uh, high school. And then I moved down to Virginia in 2003. That is when I started working for Hooters Restaurant and loved working for that company and ended up moving to the panhandle of Florida, Pensacola, uh, to work at Hooters in Hooters, Florida, because Hooters comes from Florida. So if you're going to work at Hooters, you know, and it's... I've been to the original one, Clearwater area. Yeah, Clearwater. That's a great location. And they have a lot of the original stuff 
there still. Uh, but I wanted to work for them in Florida. I really enjoyed it. But my heart was still attached to the military and knowing that I've always wanted to serve. So right around 2006, 2007, I followed that calling and did a program uh, in the Navy as a master at arms with a combination of active duty and reserve. Okay. Tell us about some of the cool stuff you did while you were on active duty. Sure. So my favorite mission I ever did was with Mesron 6 and I was super lucky. And, and what's Mesron? It's Maritime Security Squadron. Okay. So they have two sides to it. They have the water side and they have the land side. I was part of the land side. So I did the ECPs. I did the gun mounts. I did the vehicle inspections. What are ECPs? We have a, we have a lot of, you know, private sector civilians listening to us. The entry control points. So the gated area where people would gain access to the base or location. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So you served until 2013. Yes. And I suspect the whole time this restaurant idea was uh, rolling around in your head. It was definitely brewing for sure. I've always known uh, for a long time that I've wanted to own my own business. I've always had entrepreneurial blood in me since I was in high school. When I was living on right outside Fort Drum, I worked for an ice cream truck and that's where I really got a lot of my entrepreneurial spirit. I would go to the motor pools where all the soldiers were prepping their vehicles and training and stuff like that. And I would just set up shop right outside their garages. And I just really enjoyed doing that and the hustle and worked in McDonald's, worked for Wendy's, worked for fine dining, learned all aspects of the restaurant industry. And one thing I really liked about it was one, I was good at it. I enjoyed it and it is challenging, but also I noticed right away I could impact people daily through food because think about it, you're having a bad day, but then someone gives you a warm cup of coffee or a cocktail or a nice hot meal or whatever, usually your, your day changes, your mood changes. And I noticed that right away that I could impact people's lives positive throughout their day through the restaurant industry. That is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Now for the folks at home, for the folks out there in TV land, Mm -hmm. Allie and I met probably five or six years ago. Yeah. It's been a while. And, um, and it was when Fox news was coming down to Virginia beach to do one of their diner shots. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they called me, I, um, you know, I've, I've got some friends up there with Fox and they called me and they said, we're coming to Virginia beach. Can you recommend a great diner to go to? And it's ironic because at that time, uh, somebody else was in my building. I fly Virginia beach and overheard me talking about the fact that I'm looking for a diner. And this person said, you have to go to Anchor Alley's. And uh, so I tracked you down. Who was that person? Do we know? Do we yeah, remember? that was uh, uh, Ray Barrett. Ray, Ray Barrett. EOD guy. Okay. Yeah. EOD. I need to thank him. Yeah, yeah. Ray Barrett, him. EOD guy. He just happened to be here at the time. And Thanks, Ray. Uh, Hope you're listening. I'll make sure he gets this episode. Okay. So, so that was super cool. But then Fox has come down, I think once or twice more. So they've done a Mm -hmm. few diner shots with you at your shore drive location. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Uh, You know, you're a big part of the community. You're, you have a very unique theme. Let's talk about the theme of your restaurants. Mm -hmm. Sure. I, obviously we are military, you know, themed mainly Navy, but you know, I have added a lot of air force, 
army coast guard flair to it as well. Well, I'm going to sabotage that stuff. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The idea is, you know, we do majority of our front of the house staff, servers, hosts, bartenders are female. We have had some guys work for us in the past, but majority of us, it it is female. And it's kind of, we always want to have that vintage red, white, and blue army khaki colors because we want to have, you know, that patriotic vibe. So that is our theme. Uh, one of our main staples is all the girls in the front of the house team, when they're working, they wear red lipstick. We don't require our guys to wear that, but the girls, when they Thank wear this for that, yeah, yeah. People always ask that the guys have to wear red lipstick. I'm like, okay, y'all are funny. Um, but the reason why is because the women who work for me were different, are different ages, different skin tones, hair color, shapes, sizes. And I want them to be able to wear our uniforms and feel good, but some people might wear something different than someone else. So how we all come together and unify is with that red lipstick. Um, it's like our signature thing. Um, you'll see it on our menus. You'll see it, you know, the red lipstick kiss on a truck and and things like that. So it's kind of like just a little logo that we put throughout. But when you're in the restaurant, you'll hear all different types of music. You could hear one song could be a classic country. Then it could be Frank Sinatra. You could hear Led Zeppelin, but it's all just, you know, America's classic songs from the forties. Yeah. That's cool. I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just got a good all American vibe for sure. So let's talk about the menu a little bit. So okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I used to get the banger bowl all the time, which is absolutely frigging delicious yeah. out of this world. Mm-hmm. And then you came up with the impossible bowl. So mm-hmm. I trying to watch my cholesterol, you know, so they got all this fake, sure. fake meat out there. And, but that impossible bowl is delicious, but, but the things, so the banger bowl mm-hmm. banger uh, is either a geographic reference. Yes. Okay. All right. And, and there's, there's maybe, uh, history uh and tradition there but let's talk about some of the other items on your menu that have that that navy really flavoring to use a pun so the number one seller um both restaurants is the frogman burrito you know some people might not know this but frogman is a nickname named after the navy seals and it is a burrito that has six eggs bacon sausage uh, peppers, jalapenos, onions, cheddar cheese. Um, it oh, comes with, yeah, it comes with sour cream, <laughs> our fresh pico de gallo, and a side of whatever they like. So that's our top seller. The banger bowl is our second. Um, and then our third is our CB juicy burger. So people who don't know. So CB, they build stuff for the Navy. So they build the bases. They build, you know, the fobs. They, you know, they create the places that the Navy guys show up to. So I just thought it'd be really cool to have a CB build your own burger and people love that pun. And that thing sells like crazy. No, super cool. And again, for the folks at home, CB, Charlie Bravo, the letter C and the, and the letter B, what that stands for is construction battalion. Mm-hmm. So in the Navy, we have our own construction battalion. We call them CBs. And so that's a lot of fun. I love the menu and I am going to find something that's EOD flavored, right? So my background, explosive ordnance disposal, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to come up with like the coolest thing for the menu. No idea what it's going to be. I maybe, can't wait. Maybe we should work together on it, but mm-hmm. uh, we got to get some EOD flavoring, so to speak. Absolutely. Uh, in the menu. Okay. So elevate your leadership. This podcast ultimately is about leadership. Mm-hmm. You have two locations with a very unique offering, delicious food, 
You've appeared on, as I said earlier, on Fox News. Um, so you're known nationally, you know, outside of locally. How many employees do you have? So right now we're currently between 35 and 40. Um, our goal is 50, but, you know, since uh, post-pandemic with staffing issues, we haven't been able to really reach that goal back, but we are definitely um, working towards that every week. Yeah. Um, we just actually hired a new cook. He starts today. That's so great. Thinking about him this morning. Yeah. How his first day is going to be. He's actually a coastie. Ah. He's got a coast guard. So, all right. You know, I was giving him, you know, I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. inner service rivalry. Yeah. It's, it's fun. fun. I love it. I, I had a guest on uh, Nanette Miller who's mm -hmm. running for the second district, uh, second city council district. And when I introduced Nanette and said, Nanette, welcome, welcome to be here. The first thing she said was, uh, well, thank you, Bob. This is my first podcast. And of mm -hmm. course, if it's your first time in the Navy, you owe me a case of beer, right? So, mm -hmm. so that's probably the case with you too, but I won't, I won't pry. Okay. <laughs> so, so you have, you know, 30 something and you're working your way up to 50. I have 40 employees that I fly Virginia beach, but from a leadership perspective, you know, what is your approach or how do you define leadership? especially in the restaurant business. I mean, that's a tough business. Restaurant tours have high turnover, probably higher than everybody else. You know, we're still kind of on the backside of this COVID thing, but what is it like and how do you lead 40 employees over two locations? That's a really good question. And honestly, that is something that I have learned over the years of doing this the past nine and a half years. You know, your 2013 Anchor Alley is not the same as your 2022 Anchor Alley. I've definitely learned. I've definitely grown. I've made some mistakes as a leader. I've made some really good accomplishments as a leader. And with the staff that I have, the truth is, I would say more than half of my staff that I have now, they've been with me since the very beginning. So I do have a good retention rate on at least half of my staff. And how I've been able to do that with them is give them as much value as I can, put them first. One thing about leadership that's important to me is one thing I've noticed is there's some leaders who are leaders because they're put in that position of leadership, but they're not truly leaders. What separates them, the good from, you know, the not good, whatever you want to say, is some live for themselves and some live for others. Mm -hmm. And one thing about me with all my relationships, personal, professional, with my team, vendors, family, is I live for others. It's never about me. It's always about them. So, you know, I listen to John C. Maxwell. I do listen to Tony Robbins. I'm a huge fan. I have mentors here locally. Um, I talk to my friends. I've had, you know, leadership training when I became an E4 and an E5 in the Navy. Military um, leadership training is really, especially in the junior mm -hmm. enlisted ranks. I mean, I still remember most of that today and the so lessons important. that I learned. And I, I apply that within mm -hmm. this, this facility. Yeah. And I, you know, when I was in the Navy, it's funny that just thinking back to those moments when I would go to training sites and schools, I don't know how it happened because I never volunteered, but every class Every school I went to, the instructors are like, you, you're class leader. I'm like, okay. Every time I was class leader. Because you grew up in a military family and you just had the discipline, you know. I guess it's, so. Yeah, yeah. It's not hard to, it's not hard to see, not yeah. hard to identify. So they're like, you're class leader, you're in charge. And sometimes I'd be the only female and I'm like, okay. So through my master at arms, a school and the other schools that came with that, I was always 
you know, duty section leader, class leader. And I always did that well. And I did enjoy it once I learned how to do it, but you have to kind of figure it out because you want to do a good job. So I remember going to instructors, talking to them. I'll ask people about situations. Hey, how would you approach this? What do you think about this? But I'm very, even though I have leadership qualities and I like to say I'm a natural born leader, I'm also very coachable very, very coachable. I want to learn from the best. I want to grow. I want to be, you know, the best that I can be. And so through those experiences, that is how I've learned how to do those things. I'm still learning, you know, I'm still learning, I'm still growing. And, but yeah, but with this, with the team that I have now, giving them value, giving them responsibility, giving them credit, which is really important, even though I'm Allie Maker, like I said, great job to you guys today. Or, you know, I'll always showcase my staff to our customers, to the community. I could not have it without them. I could not be where I am without them. So, and just appreciation. I recently, we did a teamwork building uh, exercise a couple weeks ago. I took them to the, uh, the adventure park they got to climb cool. up in the trees yeah. and stuff yeah. so they really enjoyed that and okay. uh where's the next team building trip gonna right be? right here at ifly virginia <laughs> beach cool so right after the holidays <laughs> they know too they're very they know they know they're very excited about that that's they're super cool so okay so you are a student of tony robbins john maxwell i'm a maxwell certified coach as well mm. in my consulting and in my public speaking uh, in my coaching, you know, I use some of the Maxwell stuff, but really what, what I use is my experience and, you know, 26 yeah. years in, in the Navy and Navy special operations. And then now 11 years in the private sector. And, you know, my lessons learned are the lessons that I try and put forth, but you hit the, you, you hit the key point there, which is lifelong learning. You're always learning. You're always looking to get better. In my presentation of the science of leadership, I have six key factors and, and factor number six is just that. It's lifelong learning and, mm -hmm. and lifelong leaders are lifelong learners. Uh, and there's something else that, that I, I talk about in my offerings called metacognition. And it's thinking about thinking. It's, it's thinking, about, thinking about a situation that maybe you handled it well, but you still think about it and say, could I have done that better? All the time. Yeah. And, and, and obviously in situations that didn't go well, you think about those and you say, what could I have done differently? Mm -hmm. But this, this metacognitive process is very important for leaders to be aware of and, mm -hmm. and to use this very valuable tool. So restaurants have just like weekends here at iFly, we know Saturday from this time to this time, it's like all out, fully sold out. People are arriving, people are flying, people are post-flight, people are in the classroom getting ready for flight. So I'm sure in the restaurant, you have those cycles in well. And then how do you handle that with your team? Sure. So, you know, doing this nine and a half years, our peak moments, seasons, weeks, they're predictable. We know that they're coming. We know how long it's going to last. So that moment of how I manage them or lead them through those shifts actually stemmed from an experience that I had in boot camp. And I will never forget it for as long as I live. But my RDC chief, he was, he was a recruit young RDC recruit, recruit, um, something commander, recruit, something commander used to be RCC re recruit company yeah, commander. Now I'm wondering, cause I always, I should know this recruit division commander. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Recruit div division commander. Okay. So my, and my division was zero seven five. So when you go to anchor alleys, when you see, get your uh, Wi-Fi passcode, the zero seven five, that's my boot camp division. Number. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. But I remember 
going through boot camp, and I remember, you know, we had about a hundred people in our division, and you had to do PT almost every day. And with that, a lot of people don't like they join the Navy, but they're not really, you know, in the best shape or condition. So a lot of them struggled through you know, the physical training. And he would get so frustrated with us, not me, because I would run, but he would come out in the middle of the floor. And I remember this one day he put his hands on his hips and very colorfully said, run. He used some some colorful language. (laughs) Run it. Dang it. Run. This is only 12 minutes of your measly life. So just get it done and do a good job doing it. It's going to end. And I remember I laughed initially when I was running because, you know, he was it was funny to me. But at the same time, it it was like this light bulb went off and it clicked. And I was like, everything does end. You know, the bad days will end. The struggling moments will end. You just got to get through it. So I had that experience from him. And then the same, you know, from him in boot camp, he taught us, I'm going to teach you all how to get through your Navy career. There's one secret to get through your Navy career. And it's kind of like the same ideology. He said, always think about chow. Just Uh think about chow. That's all you have to do because you wake up, you have chow. Then you think about, okay, lunch. So you get through whatever evolution you have that morning, whether it's training, whether it's a mission, you know, whatever. And then you have lunch. Then what's next? And you have dinner. He said, just always think about chow. So with those, with yeah, with that mindset, I've lived my life through that throughout my Navy career, but also in the restaurant industry, because, you know, brunch, like you said, it's high volume. It's stressful on the team. You know, it's like a Coke bottle. Sometimes we could get tons of tickets in and they'll get frustrated. So in those moments, I have to motivate. I have to get them excited about it. I have to motivate them. Keep them on task. Yes. Letting them know, Hey, you're doing a good job. We got three hours left. We got two hours left. We only got We only got like, this is no big deal. We only got four, three hours left of this. We got this and making, giving them that confidence that one, it's going to end in their mind. They're like, okay, I just have to accomplish this for two more hours. Mm -hmm. But also when they would get really what's called in the weeds restaurant term, I would say things to them like, do not let that ticket kick your ass. Like I'm notorious for knowing that I was like, you're going to let that ticket kick your ass or you, who's going to win here? You or that Uh it's a piece of paper. It's just food. It's just eggs, man. It's just eggs. Yeah. And that mentality kind of would help them click that they weren't going to let this defeat them or they weren't going to be tired. They were going to get through it. And even though I've been doing this for nine and a half years, I have to remind them every weekend. So it's just, it's just a thing because you know, they're human. We're all human. They get tired. They get worn out. And I just always have to make sure that I keep that positive reinforcement and that mindset with them. Yeah. Motivating, regardless of what organization you lead, mm-hmm. it's a primary responsibility of a leader is to keep people motivated. Yes. And But you hit a key thing there talking about your RDC. You had what I call a defining moment, mm-hmm. right? Something happened earlier in your life that you think about probably every day or all the time. frequently. Exactly. And it helps keep you on course. It kind of it helps you set cardinal direction, helps you kind of, you, you know, a North Star. And those defining moments are huge. And, and I've got three or four of them in, in the book I wrote, Elevate Your Leadership, which will be out before Christmas. Folks at home, Elevate Your Leadership will be out before Christmas. I, love it. I talk about the importance of capturing those defining moments because 
they really, number one, they, they made us who we are Yes. and and defining moments could be a negative experience. Like in my case, I had a few negative ones where it's like, Ooh, man, I wish I could get this day back and start over. Um, And then obviously very positive ones, but capturing those defining moments and then being able to tell a story, especially if you're a leader, Mm -hmm. you tell a story around these defining moments and, and that helps number one, humanize you amongst the people that you lead, but also gives them something to think about or a new way to view things. So I'm glad you captured that defining moment and shared it. Folks, we are going to take a quick break for capitalism. Allie and I are both good capitalists and we will be right back. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line, it's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI, it's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And we are back on the Elevate Your Leadership podcast with me, your host, Bob Pizzini. I am interviewing, not interviewing, I am having a discussion with Ali Stevens, who owns Anchor Alley's in Virginia Beach, a really cool kind of Navy-themed restaurant with two locations, and the food is out of this world. Thanks, Bob. You know, the veteran community is a very tight-knit community, and I know that active duty and veterans, um, they they go to your restaurant maybe the first time to support a fellow veteran, Mm -hmm. but I know after my first visit, it's like we're coming, like after our hockey games every Sunday, we come in every either Saturday or Sunday when we have an early hockey game, uh, guaranteed we're coming in for a little bit of brunch. Yeah. So super cool. Uh, let's go back to leading in the capacity, uh, that you lead in your restaurant. You know, I was, um, last Sunday I was in your restaurant after a hockey game and you and I were having coffee and a tray full of dishes Mm -hmm. crashed and hit the floor and you turned around and looked and you got up and you went and got the broom and the dustpan Mm-hmm. And you just simply helped your team clean up what was going on. Yep. You didn't berate anybody. You didn't yell at anybody. Mm-mm. You didn't belittle anybody. You just pitched in. And I think that's a crucial component of leadership. What's the what's the boss going to do here? I imagine at this point, your team wasn't surprised by that because they've come to know who you are. And that's the kind of thing that you do. Can you kind of talk about that approach a little bit? Sure. So when I started Anchor Alleys, I was only 29. So I was very, very young. And to be honest, a lot of people did not believe in me. You know, even my leadership from the Navy, I'll never forget the moment when I told them I was not re-enlisting. It did not go well. They <laughs> called me into the office, the CEO, the XO, uh, chief, my uh, training LPO. And they were like, Stevens, what What do you mean you're not re-enlisting? Like you're a great sailor. You know, you have a really good opportunity here. What's going on? Like, let's talk about all these different programs. We'll get you into the schools you want. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I remember looking at my commanding officer. And I said to him, I said, sir, I understand I'm a good sailor, but I also know in my heart that I can do more for the world as anchor alley than I can as MA2. Cool. I remember telling him that and they kind of backed off. They still weren't happy, but they kind of backed off when I said that. Mm -hmm. And they're like, restaurants don't make it. You're going to fail. Like, you know, and I was like, I'm ready to take on that challenge because even though I've had many failures, 
I've never felt like I was going to fail, if that makes sense. With that, I had thought about how am I going to lead and get the respect of my staff being this young female? Mm -hmm. And that challenge unto itself, for sure. So that was, there's only one way to do it. And that is know every position and do it better than everybody else. You have to. Mm -hmm. So since day one, I have always worked on the front lines with my team and I've done everything from dishes. I mean, you got anyone comes in the restaurant, they always see me working dishes, running food, greeting customers, cleaning tables. You saw me, you know, sweeping, you know, yesterday morning, shore drive. Uh, I had to work brunch. I was online dropping fries nine and nine and a half years in. We were so busy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to help them. I'm like, I'm going to drop fries and tater tots. We were selling banger bowls like crazy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, we even ran out of tater tots for a moment. Get that banger bowl, yeah. folks. It is delicious. Yes. Yes. So I had to do that. And um, but also from before that, with my Hooters career, I had worked for Hooters on and off for 10 years. So I had already had such a strong reputation mm-hmm. in professionally. So when I said I'm opening a restaurant, I had a lot of people leave franchise restaurants to come work for me. They didn't care. They didn't care where it was. They just know how I am. And That's they're cool. like, I want to be a part of that. Whatever yeah. she has going on. I know we're only at ground zero of it, but I want to say that I was there for it. Super cool. Yeah. And they helped me. Majority of my cooks, I've worked with Hooters since 2003. So I've had that longevity with them. So they know how I work. We already have that professional rapport. So it made things, it did give an advantage. Yeah, that that is super cool. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have to say, I faced the exact same kind of doubt, you know, when I wanted to Mm -hmm. do this iFly thing. First of all, nobody knew what iFly indoor skydiving was, Mm -hmm. right? It was a new, especially when you talk to a banker, they go, oh, what? Mm-hmm. So that was that was quite a challenge for sure. And and there were plenty of people who said, who are you? You're never going to succeed in that industry. You know, debt service is a challenge and just all these things. But I knew in my heart, based on what I have seen, what I experienced, that this activity in this location, Virginia Beach, was going to be a winner. And here we are eight years later. Yep. Um, you know, one of the highest performing out of 35 or so I flies in the US where we've always been in the top four and uh, top one or two the last couple of years. So, so you have to believe in yourself, but you face a challenge that I didn't face. Mm-hmm. You are a woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when somebody says to you, oh, you're the owner. Right? So people come in here and they look at me and they go, oh, old white guy, you must be the owner. You know, so they yeah. say, they yeah. say, are you the owner? But in your case, you are a very young looking woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what is that like for you when, when, and, and going back 10 years when, you know, you were even younger. So, so what is that like? So for years, I would go back and forth with the idea of presenting myself, you know, on the front lines as the owner or just being more behind the scenes because being the face of the company and existing, it is, it's challenging because people are going to judge you, Mm -hmm. you know, off of looks, off of age, off of so many things. For sure. So there is, was were times where I'd go back in my mind is like, well, if they don't know it's me and they just think it's a brand, maybe I can win them over that way first. And then they realize, oh, it's this, you know, younger lady. She's done this since she was 29. Mm -hmm. She's extremely dedicated. She's been here every day, you know, since day one, you know, so I would go brilliant. Actually, just uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but let me win them over 
with my brand, provide super high quality mm -hmm. service, super, super high quality food that's served by servers who know their purpose and their identity. Mm -hmm. It's so it's brand, brand awareness and yes. brand identity is what business is all about. Please continue. Sorry. So I, I did that. And then the past couple years, I've had to switch off of that completely. And the reason because of that was because of COVID. Because when COVID hit and they shut us down, because they, you know, they, the whole country, the whole world was shut down. Yeah. Boy, do I'll I never forget my them. whole staff looking at me like, okay, what are we going to do now? Like they need answers. We have family. Like, what are we going to do? And I remember that defining moment. Mm -hmm. And and I remember thinking, okay, I have two restaurants. At that time, I was fully staffed. I have these people that are going to be relying on me for work for their income for their family but also i need to keep them safe because mm -hmm. we didn't know what we were dealing with right so how am i going to keep them safe how am i going to keep the customers safe how am i going to do this how am, how am i going to persevere through this so i remember that and then that is when i realized people who don't know i'm ally they need to know i'm ally mm -hmm. they need to know that i exist they need to know i'm not just a brand but i'm a person you know, a small business, female uh -huh. business owned veteran that's trying to survive and fight to exist yeah. here still yeah. in the community. So I have since then have been very forthcoming with, hey, I'm Allie. Hey, I'm Allie. And majority of the response is good. But there are those people that'll be like, wait, you're you're the owner. You're how like it's it's shocking to a lot of people it's confusing mm -hmm. and i just smile and say yeah <laughs> i'm the owner you know and people will come in and they'll ask me hey can you go over my business plan with me can i get some advice and if i'm available i i, I definitely like to do that for people yeah, but yeah I, I like to share my experiences for sure and, and yeah. more and more uh, veterans mm -hmm. you know it used to be people that i served with people that i knew but yes. i've been out for so long now you know i retired almost 12 years ago so uh, all, most of the active duty folks, um, mm -hmm. I meet them cause they come and train, you know, through our, some yeah. of our offerings, they train with us, but I have those discussions with people all the time. And, and, you know, I, I consider it to be paying it forward. We benefited from the people who taught us. We benefited from the people who took a chance on us, especially as we launched our businesses. Yes. And I really believe in paying it forward as much as possible. You know, 10 years from now, some other two people are going to be having a discussion and they're going to say, well, I remember when Allie helped me with this. Mm -hmm. or, people tell me that all the time. That's cool. That is. And it, cool. I have all those messages either saved or screenshot. I'll never forget it. Okay. That is super cool. Let's, let's look at the folks at home and I'm going to send another message out there. Folks, if you like this discussion, that that you're uh, hearing between myself and Allie. I have a lot more of these wonderful discussions on my YouTube site. So please visit Elevate Your Leadership on YouTube and subscribe. You'll find a wealth of information there, uh, leadership items, great discussions, things you can use to train your team or things you can do to make yourself sharper things you can do to prepare for an event. If you have something coming up, a hiring, a firing, a tough discussion, going to talk to a loan officer or a banker. Uh, I have a lot of tips and strategies uh, sprinkled throughout the Elevate Your Leadership YouTube channel. So once again, please go to Elevate Your Leadership on YouTube and subscribe. Okay, Allie, you're still young and you're still new at what you're doing and you have an incredible future. Do you want to share any plans for the future? So 
for the future of Anchor Alleys, um, there's a lot of things that are going to go parallel to it. Specifically right now with the restaurant, with the brand is um, right now my focus is rehabilitation of the store's finances in the post-COVID world because we've had such an influx of products, you know, food, mm-hmm. equipment, things like that. The pricing has changed significantly. So I want to get that under control, get it profitable, and I want to be able to maintain and adjust in this post-COVID world, whether, you know, we have staffing shortages again or something goes through the roof. I want to be able to have a solution. So I'm really focusing on that with the businesses now with those two. That is my goal is to get those things done. Parallel to that, um, I just filed for my first nonprofit. So I'm going to be debuting that in 2023. Okay. And um, it's called Allie's Anchor of Hope. Ah. And its focus is going to be just that hope for veterans and women as well um, in different situations. So we're working on our mission statement right now, but we're going to focus on, we're going to have some women leadership stuff, veteran leadership stuff, but also giving aid to veterans in different situations Mm -hmm. that they might need in the future that they don't feel comfortable, which we all know this being in the community, maybe going to the VA or to Mm -hmm. their family or, you know, to their doctors. So it's just another outlet that I'm going to be yeah. able to provide to get them what they need. Well, keep me in mind. I'll be happy mm-hmm. to, you know, donate my my time and, and services in that regard. Yeah. That's one of the things I love doing. Mm-hmm. It's so good to be in a position where you can give back. Yeah. So that's really cool. Now I helped start two foundations Oh. and I have to tell you, it was a pain in the ass. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> so should I not ask you to be a board member or should I ask you to be a board member? <laughs> Ooh, so <laughs> think we'll, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll let a little, we'll let a little time go by and give okay. me a chance to think about that. But okay. that really is, um, but one of them I helped start Navy special operations foundation. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you're familiar with yeah. that incredible organization and the folks who started it. Same thing. Joe, Joe Cockrell is the executive director. And when he said, Hey, I want to start this foundation, you know, what do you think? And I, I was like, I think you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I think you should hit your wagon to something else. But anyway, NSOF, as we call it, has gone on to do some really incredible things, really powerful board. And, you know, the purpose is to serve the men and women of Navy special operations, yeah. which is Navy EOD explosive ordnance disposal technicians, and maybe divers, active duty and veteran, you know, mm-hmm. active duty, veteran, retired, and it's an incredible organization. So little plug there for, for NSOF. So yeah. Allie, what haven't I asked you? What, um, what mm-hmm. do you want to share with the world uh, sure. about Allie Stevens? Sure. So a little bit uh, more about what I'm working on, you know, parallel to the restaurants is uh, for future is I want to really be able to connect with more veterans who are starting their business, whether they want to go small time or big time, I want to be able to connect with them and have them utilize me as a platform to share their story or share their product or their service. Like that's very, very important to me to suck because people need to eat every day. Mm -hmm. Someone might not need, you know, what are some, you know, veteran companies, you know, they, they don't, do they don't need to fly every they day, unfortunately, every day. you know, that's why we have the I fly mugs and rallies. <laughs> that's right. right. Oh, yeah. rotate that a little bit. Let's uh, for, for camera two. There camera we go. <laughs> yeah. But I want anchor allies, you know, I'm a very generous, very kind, very helpful person. 
you don't get in the restaurant industry for money. I'll tell you that you get into it for purpose. And I love helping people. I love impacting people, you know, in a positive way. And Anchor Allies is a great platform that people can utilize. So that's very, you know, important to me. Also, I wanted to work on my brand as a person, like myself, like who am I as a person and what can I do to help the world be a better place? You know, whether it's becoming a life coach, whether it's, I would like, I know it sounds silly, kind of my own little clothing line that I'm working on. I actually had a meeting about it last night. All right. That, you know, just mentoring, just helping other people. Like, I really enjoy that. Yeah. So. Well, the more you give, the more you get, yes. you know, and, and I, I have experienced that firsthand. But, mm-hmm. you know, going back to leadership real quick, that's that's kind of my definition of leadership is, mm-hmm. um, well, I, I define leadership. I can define it in two words, and that's enabling others. Mm-hmm. And then the broader definition is using my experience, my education and my training to enable others to accomplish their objectives. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Within that, I have six words that I ask, which is, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're saying as well. Is, yeah. Uh, you know, being that that servant, you know, servant leadership, there's all kinds of theories about it. But for me, being a servant to those you lead is an ever-present mm-hmm. requirement and something that as a leader, you have to think about every day. What can I do for you? Allie Stevens, any, uh, how can people get a hold of you? If people want to know, know more about Anchor Allies or Allie Stevens sure. or anything, how can people track you down? Sure. Instagram is a really good way to get a hold of me. So I have the Anchor Allies Instagram, which is the restaurant that is managed by myself, but also by other team members. And then I have a direct Allie Stevens Instagram that I just started last week so oh. that'll that will not be managed by anyone else other than me so they could reach me on that I'm going to be posting um, an email address on there and, and other ways that people can contact me as well super yeah. cool Allie thank you so much for coming on the elevate your leadership podcast and this discussion has made me kind of hungry so I think I'm going to go get some lunch and I have a pretty good idea where I'm going to go perfect <laughs> all right thank you Thank you for listening to the Elevate Your Leadership podcast. To contact Bob directly or to learn more about how Bob can advance you and your organization through leadership training, team building, executive coaching, and public speaking, visit robertpizzini.com, Robert, P-I-Z-Z-I-N-I.com, and connect with him on LinkedIn.